We are live. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer. I'm the Dream Business Coach on this Tuesday afternoon. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of the Dream Business Academy, uh, creator of No Hassle Newsletters, host of this podcast now in its ninth year. Welcome to another fantastic live edition of Dream Business Radio. My special guest, I got to put in my very special guest today is Lynn Elioff. Lynn has such an impressive track record of achievement and creating success in business. And today's topic, which is one of my all-time favorites, creating powerful personal brands. And so when I thought of who could I interview besides me just teaching, Lynn was the first person I reached out to. And I had to beg her a couple of times. And she ultimately said, yeah, Jim, I'll come on your damn program. No. As if. <laughs> yeah, she said no. Absolutely, yes. Um, so officially, uh, Lynn is the founder of the Woman Up Project, a feminine framework that combines entrepreneurship with what Lynn calls sovereign self care. Wow. What I mean, there are so many brands that are just going to be kind of thrown out there. You're going to have to pick them out. Um, so it has nothing to do with, you know, conventional Manny Petty surface level advice. I love, I love Lynn's writing style. I mean, it just helps you picture. It's the kind of self-care that creates transformation from the inside out. Lynn is an internet lawyer. She's a business coach. She's the creator of the Mighty Tiny Book Academy where she teaches women how to build mighty businesses on the shoulders of a tiny little book, which is another brand we're going to talk about. You can find out more about that at MightyTinyBook.com. In full disclosure, I, I think you're figuring out by now, Lynn and I, we do need know each other a little bit. Uh, we're, we've become, her and her husband have become very close friends for Stephanie and myself. In full disclosure, Lynn was also a uh, one of my VIP coaching clients in the Dream Business Mastermind. And She's accomplished so much in her life, and I'm just so excited. Before we dive in and I bring Lynn on, I want to remind you that you can still get all six of my books. Here's one. Get all six of my books for free in digital format as part of my legacy building program. You can download them for free as Kindle books at Amazon, Nook as Nook books in Barnes & Noble. And to date, I don't get um, – you can also get them on the Apple uh, iBook store, and I don't get reports from Apple or Nook book. But I know over 30,000 Kindle books have been downloaded, which is pretty darn cool. Yes. Stephanie and I are uh, in Marathon in the Keys. It is February 1st as we're doing this original broadcast, which you may be listening to it later. We're going to be here through the end of March. If you've ever thought about coming to the floating home and doing a half day or a private day consult with me, Lynn has done that. We're always in beautiful places, but this would be a truly amazing place to do that. You can learn more at GetJimPalmer.com. Um, there's old Jeff Herring. So how you doing, Jeff? A fellow Dream Business Mastermind member. And um, about five years ago, Lynn approached me about coaching her. In preparation for our call together, I was looking up all the different things she did. It was a little disjointed, nothing like it is today, which is just seamless and beautiful. But I saw she was doing so much. And actually, Lynn's first question to me was, Jim, what do I focus on? <laughs> she indeed has an incredible background. I told Lynn, of all the things you do, um, it seems to me you're very attracted to the coaching space and women uh, specifically who are coaches, but you get the business side of coaching, which means it takes it from being a hobby or a passion into a business. So, Lynn, I, I could just talk for hours about you, but let me just bring you on. How are you doing? I am doing great, and I always love coming on to talk to you, Jim, you have been um, a pivotal force and I, I love the coaching you are. I remember, um, I remember when you said, here's the one thing I remember the most. 
uh, you said to me, don't ever sell to anyone until you know they're going to say yes. In other words, like, don't, don't let them think they're in until, you know, and then like, I'll, I've never forgotten that. That has been such great big advice. You've given me a lot of advice along the way. And you really did help me pull all those pieces in together. So, and, and that, that was on the same call where I taught you a little bit about the pull, the pushback or pull away where somebody's like waffling, say, I'm not sure this is for you. And all of a sudden they go, well, wait a minute. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it, it goes from, uh, it's, it's a lot about sales. So anyway, um, Lynn, I want to talk branding and you have so many things. First of all, not right now, unless you're not driving or you can. Lynn's main website, she has several, just like, uh, just like Captain Jim here, is Lynn Elioff, L-I-N-E-L-E-O-F-F.com. And you're going to see what a website. I mean, this is not your boring, you know, piece together, uh, homemade website. I don't know who your photographer is, Lynn, but the various pictures that you had done, they're extraordinary. And that in and of itself helps sell the whole, um, successful, accomplished, confident person, where if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you do need to carry some of those things. Um, so before we dive in, talk a little bit about your website and things like that. How much time and thought goes into it? Because, you know, in this day and age, people are just inundated with information and your, your website's extraordinary. It's, it's different from when I saw it even six months ago. Uh, well, I am, all, <laughs> you're right. I am always coming up with like, oh, I should, I, I, I need to tell them this, or I need to talk about this and that. And so I've learned to practice constraint. Um, so I am always fine tuning, but ever since I actually nailed down my message, I haven't changed anything except I explain it better. I, I know the language better, the language of my audience, that sort of thing. And so it keeps evolving, but, but I think that's because I'm always listening to what my audience is saying. Like I have notes, every notebook I have is, is, is a word or phrase that I've heard right. them say and I go, oh, I gotta write that down. <laughs> It's so important. Um, that, that's actually a very important part of coaching is listening. So I always say you, you got two ears. One, you're kind of paying attention, listening to the other one's listening for opportunities. And, you know, it's, it's how I come up with these book titles, course things. So I'm going to read you folks uh, just a little bit about what's on the front page of, Win of uh, Lynn's website. It says, a woman who owns a business owns her life. What a bold, powerful statement. And also, if I pause for a second, does that give you any indication of, first of all, who Lynn is from her name, but also who she works with, right? So everything is super important. And um, Lynn's quite an accomplished copywriter, so I'm just going to read you a couple of paragraphs. Hi there, Lynn Elioff here, author, internet lawyer, and business coach, but I want to talk about you. So she immediately pivots off of herself. Before I, sus before I suspect you're a lot like me, purpose-driven, fun-loving, success-determined, you're an idea generator, deep thinker, problem solver, and personal development junkie, and you're a hell of a coach. Let's pause again. So if, if Lynn is attracting other coaches, what did she just say? If you're purpose-driven, fun-loving, success-determined, you're an idea generator, deep thinker, problem solver, and a personal development junkie. Now, she doesn't say this, but it's sort of inferred. Yet, you haven't built the business you want. 
You're right. So I think that's really, it's brilliant stuff. The last thing I want to read to you, and then you can go read the rest of yourself. And there's an excerpt that says, uh, you've got this funny feeling that you just can't shake. Some tend to call it exhaustion, but deep down, you know, it's something else, something we all hate to admit because damn it, we've spent decades putting blood, sweat, and tears trying to live up to Oprah's best life standards. So why the bleep do you feel so unfulfilled? Welcome to a place that I call the land of WTF. <laughs> Lynn, I mean, it's brilliant stuff. Well, well, thank you. I mean, you know, sometimes people will, it, even my mom, she's like, where do you come up with this stuff? And I don't know, except that I don't hold back anymore like I used to. Like when I first started you used out, to. Yes. I used to sound like, oh, I can't say it like that. And I better sound like a lawyer. Like I said, what kind of lawyer is going to present herself like this online? Like all that head trash. And so once I let go of that, I just started to speak like from the heart, really it is. It really is. Um, I think it's really giving yourself permission to be who you are. Because I think when people make that leap into um, kind of entrepreneurial startup, even if it's in their own head initially, but when they start putting that out there, you realize I'm going to attract people who are attracted to the authentic me and I may repel some people, but do I really want to work with them anyway? I think everybody tries to be so vanilla and generic and cast a big net, but that's not how you attract your ideal clients, right? No, not at all. And that's a really big thing to grasp. And basically what you're saying or what you would have to say and actually believe is that I can't please everyone and I don't want to, and I don't care if they say you're mean, or I don't like you, or I don't like the way you say things. And you have to be able to say, okay. <laughs> there's, there's a while back. And I, I know, you know, this, um, in a, Jim is in a reverb changer. I know that we couldn't fix it. And we decided to go on with the show anyway. So sorry about that. It's not my end. Anyway. So do you, there was a point where, um, People were calling me the nice Dan Kennedy, which I thought was a high compliment, but, you know, giving it straightforward, just telling it like it is. Um, so, Lynn, many people know you as a coach to coaches, and we all know there's like thousands of so-called coaches and life coaches. Jeez, don't pull my headset out. And But you know how to get clients and make money in the coaching space. So that's kind of why that's where you started really uh, building your brand. Well, you know, it started, it, it was, um, it started uh, with my lawyer, I brought the lawyer me to the internet because I thought, well, if I'm going to start a business, all I really know is, you know, the law and, and the, and then I was learning about business as I was helping entrepreneurs figure out how to start a business online and uh, including all the legal stuff. And so it's kind of snowballed from there. So as I built my business and really understood that as I'm helping coaches, and then I'm learning where they're getting stuck um, and then figuring it out for myself. It just, it has evolved over time and um, it's been quite a ride. I it, so And I was so it. excited to have you start sharing your wisdom, but I forgot to do the little preamble or pre-interview. So you first started radio, then you became a TV news personality. Yep. Then you got married, had a bunch of kids, and then just for the hell of it, you went to become an attorney. I mean, right? Why not? <laughs> Why not? So that's where the attorney comes from. 
Yeah, I, you know, that was always something that I wanted to do. I used to say it even as a little girl, I'm going to be a lawyer someday. And I don't know why it was always there. But um, when I went into television, I didn't expect that it would, that I would do that well. And so there was never really a chance for me to pause and say, okay, I'm going to go to law school now. Um, so when we, uh, and this was when we were living in Canada. So when, when we moved to the States, and I was, uh, I didn't have a visa and I was done with TV, Jim. I was done with working for someone else. And so I was really excited about law school and starting fresh and then starting my own business and really, you know, owning my life. I, I mean, I am living what I say when a woman owns a business, she owns her life. It, it is so true. Yeah. Um, Gosh, so many questions in my head. I got to think which one I want to bring. So I want to, I want to talk about TWUP, right? The Woman Up University. Um, but let, let's let's stick back with what we first started working on when we started coaching. So you, there's a, there's a coaching business. People, you have a passion, whether it's a life coach or whatever, and they want to make a living, but getting paid is always a challenge, right? And so I thought with your business background, with your personality, and especially with your legal background, you understood the business side of coaching Talk a little bit about why you felt that was at least the way to, that was the way to get your foot in the door to all the other stuff you're working on. Well, um, I don't know that it was the, my way to get my foot in the door. I think the legal stuff was getting my foot in the door. And then once the door opened, I was in and I'm like, oh, I'm home. This is like, this is me because and, and here's the connection between the two. Um, when I was, uh, you know, I came out of law school, I didn't know what kind of law I wanted to practice. I knew I didn't want to go work in some big fancy corner office and, you know, just count billable hours. Nothing could be more, sound more boring to me than that. Um, so I did eventually enter into the online space because what I really loved when I was working with uh, legal clients was like, I always wanted to talk to them about like, how did you get yourself in this hot water? What, what, like what's happening and how can your life be better? Those conversations I always loved. So there was, and the same when I was in television, the stories that were about people and all that stuff has always been my thing. So I think when I found coaching, I was like, oh, this is what I meant to do. And I was able to bring in all the experience from my um, media background and my legal background, and it all came together, and here I am. <laughs> it's awesome. So when we met, you had already published a book, so you know how important it was to be an author in the niche you want to serve. So when my team and I at Success Advantage Publishing help you publish the business side of being a life coach, that really was it was, I don't know, not common ground, but you fully understood it. And what was the importance of putting that book out? What did that do for you? So I think the, so my first book was uh, called Gutsy Glorious Life Coach. And it was, my intention when I put that out was so that I thought, you know, it'd be really cool if uh, when I get clients, I could give them this book and it would tell them all the things that everybody kept asking me, like, how do I start my online business? So I came up with 46 steps. I just went like, do this, then do this, then, then do this. And it was 46 steps. And other coaches had said to me, you can't tell people there are 46 steps. You're going to turn them right <laughs> off. And I'm like, yeah, but there are 40. There's their limits 46. 45. <laughs> <laughs> so I put that book out and I thought, okay, so this will give, this will sort of set the stage for when we do our one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had no idea that that would go on Amazon and gain traction. And then Amazon would send me clients and 
oh my goodness. And so it's because of the book that the book does the heavy lifting for me when it comes to sales and as marketing. far as positioning and things yes, like that, right? right. Yeah. So, so whenever somebody says to me, why I don't want to, I don't want to sell. I don't want to, but I, and I can't write a book and I, this and I, that it's like the easiest thing you can do is write a short book and it becomes the best introduction calling card, business card that you could ever have. And so that's, that's what I, I took to my audience and they love it. So I want to I want to jump to Twop, but let's stay in the book thing. So another one of the imp impressive brands that you've created is the is the Mighty Tiny Book Academy. Yes. So talk about that and how you help people put such a powerful tool in their hands. So I was writing the follow up to Gutsy Glorious Life Coach, and I was which is writing, a cool name. I yeah. love that name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was writing, but I wanted to really get into the mindset because the first book was all about you know these are the steps, do these things. Um, but then I started realizing people were like, I can't do that. And I'm afraid to do that. And what if I fail and all that? So that was the follow-up, but Jim, I wrote that book and it was going on and on and so many, like 200, over 200 pages. Mm. And in 2020, in the middle of COVID, I pulled that book out. It was July. I remember. And I said, why am I not pushing publish on this book? And as I read it, I'm like, oh. It's just too much. I'm saying all the things I think I'm supposed to say. So I thought, oh, I'm just going to try something. And I started taking out page after page. Don't need this. They've heard this. This is irrelevant. This isn't new. And it brought me down to 76 pages. And I mm. thought, this is it. This is, this is all they need to know. And I thought, but it's such a tiny book. <laughs> Uh, but it's a mighty book. And then I thought, this is what I can teach people how to do with my background. And, and, and if they don't even have a background in writing, I can show them how to do this. And it, and and it took off. You're, you're hundred percent right. Because that, that's our, that's our method now, you know, yep. with my VIP clients I'm working with today, 60 to 80 pages. If they can, if somebody can read it in like one long sitting or maybe two, there's a real good chance they're going to consume your information. If it looks like it's going to go and be like this uh, vacation book, they're going to put it on and who knows if it'll ever get read. So these books are really, really cool when they're short. And by the way, it also really focuses you on getting the core message out without all the bloviating. So I think there's so many things. Um, so I applaud your effort there. I'm, I'm sure it's going fantastic. Um, I, I want to, God, it's 20 after the hour. I, I knew this was going to go by too quick. So anyway, <laughs> Lynn, in our first year together, um, we came up with TWUP, the Woman Up University, because you were really focused on women, right? Women entrepreneurs in, in, in the coaching space specifically. But And it was an online business school that focused on, you know, the, the business of being a woman in business. And one of the things we did, which I, I would love for you to share this story a little bit, it wasn't like this uh, ginormous, almost like it wasn't a 400 page book in digital format. You created these short little courses. It's almost like take this class and then go to this class, et cetera. So talk, yeah. talk about how we kind of stair step people up into the bigger yeah, programs. It, it, it really was stair stepping. The first one I remember was called um, Attraction. Yep. Because that is like, if you don't know how to attract people, then you will think that you will always be thinking that you have to run out and find clients. Where are they hiding? I can't find clients. This is too hard. And so this is about attracting, right? If you figure out how to attract clients, which is about your messaging and your branding and all of that, 
And then from there, once you know how to attract clients, then you can start to get some traction. So that was step two, traction, then momentum, then sales. There were four steps. And um, what was really good about that is that it, it kind of got everything sort of set in my own mind about how we teach our clients and our students. And so we can kind of get that clarity. And now it is all big. It is a part of uh, the bigger picture of what I do. Right. right. And one of the things that happened, and, and sometimes we don't know what the outcome is going to be. We take our best shot, put our heads together. But we were, we, you being you, we're offering courses like 97, 197, things like that. And what happened is as people started taking one and then the other and then the other, they were reaching out to you and your team for more help. Hey, I love this course, but I need help, right? And that's where higher paid uh, some clients came your way, correct? Oh, absolutely. And, and also too, um, you know, I had to learn the lesson of, you know, pricing and not, and pricing not based on what I thought people would pay, but what I knew I, it, what it was worth, what I, what I was teaching, what that was worth. And so, um, once that, again, that's another thing that really has to click is that, you know, I am going to teach you something that I know is so valuable, but if you don't want it, fine. You go, go on YouTube and try to figure it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> take, take forever that's... and that's okay because I know that some people have to go through that process and then they often circle back and say, oh my God, that just about killed me. Teach me. And, and, um, and, and really understanding that that's the process that some people actually need to go through. And so I don't judge. I just say, look, I know this is, this is going to work, but you have to figure that out. And so once we, once we can do that, um, then we're not graspy. Sales never feels icky. It's just like you used to hate sales. You said, Oh, Jim, I'm, well, I don't want to sell these people. Right? Well, and that's because, and I, you know, women say the same thing to me now. And that's because we, it's this thing of how we think what selling is. And I don't, I don't think I even sell, not according to my old definition of selling. It's right. nothing like that. I often say that selling is like, if you came over to my house and I had just baked some cookies and I said, would you like some of these cookies and they smell good and they look yes. good? And they say, yeah, no, thank you. And I'd be like, are you crazy? These are the best. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but right. hey, if you don't want them, right? Like it, it's like that. It is an offer. I'm offering you something that I know is delicious. Take it or leave it. That that was a I think that was a big turning point. I know it is for a lot of my clients. When you fully believe in your heart, mind, and soul, every fire, but that what you're doing is good, it's gonna add value, it's gonna change somebody's life, improve their life speed up, whatever that is that you're doing, then you deserve to be handsomely rewarded for doing that. They just have to understand it's 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 not being paid by the hour, it's being paid by the transformation that occurs when they work with you. And when people get that connection, so when they initially were signing up for the uh, the women up university courses. And then they, they, you really helped them take leaps and bounds forward, but then it didn't provide everything, right? Not for $97. And no. then when they went to work with you, some of them resisted at first and, but then, and it's okay. Some people will just language, languish and try and figure it out, but then they'd come back to you and say, okay, I'm ready for your 997. Hold my hand and get it done program. Exactly. If they're ready, they will come. And I think that if you are just, if you're waiting there with an open heart, they can come, they can go, they can come back. They can think you're cuckoo and never want to work with you. And I'm okay with all of that. <laughs>
That's okay. That's right. So, Lynn, we did touch on the fact that you are a lawyer, and you you created this kit, uh, uh, internet marketing. Excuse me, not internet marketing. Internet lawyer kit. Cover your assets online, right? And it's because because there. I think the online world probably. I don't know if it's more today or less today, but it's very much the wild, wild west. And people think you put stuff up there and it's protected or different, or you're allowed to use these pictures or whatever. So you created this whole toolkit. Which, yes. as you describe it, keeps a lot of uh, legal jams. Yes, it, I call it the DIY legal toolkit, and it's on my website, coveryourassetsonline.com, and you're right, the online part is important. And I, uh, when I came online, I realized that people, the first thing they would say is, I, don't, I can't afford a lawyer, I don't want to hire a lawyer, all that stuff, and I thought, fine. Well, I'm going to create this toolkit and the tagline, so it's a DIY legal toolkit. And my tagline was created by a lawyer so you don't have to hire one. And you could do everything, yeah. Yeah. you could do it all yourself. I, I said, you know, these are all the things you actually can do yourself, no matter how long it takes you. But, uh, but here's something you should not do yourself. This is where you have to hire a lawyer. And I told them that too. So, uh, so that was kind of fun. I enjoyed that. So um, I just put this up there. Another another friend of ours, another uh, coaching member, Craig Valine. Why did his picture up there? It is. Um, Craig, as you know, is also a prolific copywriter. And um, when I think of people whose emails I read, I, I, I well, first of all, I get all my client emails. Then there's some people I follow, but I can't read them all. But I always read or even fast read your emails and I read Craig's emails because they are, in my opinion, the epitome of, of engaging conversation where you want to know what did he mean by the or what did you mean by the subject line. The subject line reels you in and then you start going. And each one is a little bit of a story that has a beginning, a middle and an end. But you at first, you, you really blossomed into a hell of a copywriter. And I mean that in every way, obviously your website, which I shared, but also writing these emails. And um, there was a point early on where I, I had to cajole you a little bit to email more often, but you email frequently, right? Because it's a conversation with people that want to learn from you. So um, what do you say to entrepreneurs, even people I'm sure you coach today, who say, oh, too much email. I'm only, I'm, I, I don't mind sending one a month, but what's your stance on that? So I've, you know, I've tried different things. And when I first started, I was like, okay, I'll send emails. I have to send emails. I'm supposed to send an email this week. I really need to. But this week, so I'm typically sending Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and also on Sunday. And I keep some of them very short. Um, yep. But, the, but, but just today it was like, uh, I have an email for coming up for tomorrow. And then I had an, I, like I had another email and I'm like, no, I can't, I don't want to send them back to back. So it will wait till Friday. But again, Jim, that's the thing. When you get your messaging, your branding, you know, what your support, what your audience is expecting from you, then you just stay focused on that. You could write all day. You can write a book, you can write blog posts, you can write emails. It is, uh, there's no shortage of content uh, and ideas from me. I'm just so inspired. Yeah, here's a, a fellow uh, VIPer, Jill. Hello, Jill. Hi, Jill. Boy, this is like, this is like a old, old time club here. <laughs> Not old, didn't mean old. Um, so, Lynn, uh, excuse, yeah, Lynn, I was talking to Jill. Jill and, so, Lynn, your, your blog, nothing escapes a good brand. Your blog is called Lynn Out Loud. <laughs> I mean, it's not just blog. It's Lynn Out Loud, right? Yep. That's what I mean. There's so many brands that are just part of your um, 
your your brand. I won't create a better word than that. So um, how often are you posting to your blog? Uh, and, and where do you come up with the inspiration for your blog posts? And so I think the blog posts are often inspired by my own journey um, and my clients. And if I'm hearing or reading or seeing the same type of thing people are going through, then, and I may not even agree with what some of the gurus are saying, how they, they're supposed to do it. So I'm like, no, this is how. Some women need to hear this. Like for example, today on our coaching call, one woman said, you know, I'm just so bogged down and I'm not inspired and I just feel like quitting and blah, blah, blah. And I said, how come? And she said, because I'm not getting subscribers. And so we went into this whole thing about, um, I need subscribers. That's what everybody says. I need to build my list. I need to build my list. And she was focused so much on building her list that she wasn't even enjoying her business. Mm. And I said, how about if we, you know, then we brainstorm, like, what does she want to do? And now she's off to do uh, write her book and write blog posts. She loves to write, but now it's not like, oh, I have to write this. I'm supposed to create content and not, and now she knows that she can serve herself. I think that's it, Jim. I think it's like when I'm writing, I'm also writing for me or the part of me that didn't know this and wish I someone had told me this before. Like there's so much, we actually have way more to talk about and write about than we allow ourselves because we're so right. worried. What if they don't like You know that? what I think? I think some entrepreneurs, especially newer ones, every moment, everything they do in their business, they put this weight on it. Like it's making, it, if I can just write a blog post, it's going to make people go, oh God, please take my money. Right. Every blog post, every video, every speech, every presentation, every, everything is just like make it. And it's not that it's a series of, of events. Each one is a, each marketing is an event on multiple platforms, different platforms simultaneously, not sequentially. And each one just continues to build the building blocks of trust, credibility, and, and value. And that's when people eventually will say yes. But so I think you just, you, you first of all, stop taking yourself so seriously. Recognize, Lynn, you know this story because you came to a lot of my events, but I, when I was growing No Hassle Newsletters, I was around 60 members and I really wanted to get to 100 and then just keep going from there. But a guy said, the mentor said, uh, Jim, do you think you're saturated or, you know, no, I don't think so. He goes, do you think you could find just two small business owners, two in each state? And so it's 50 states. So two in each state. Well, yeah, I mean, just, uh, there's obviously two small business owners in each of the 50 states that could use no hassle newsletters. He goes, there's your hundred. Just go get them. Right. And get them one at a time and stop yeah. thinking I got to sign. If I don't sign a hundred by February 14th, I'm right. dead. So, yes. you know, it was. And, and one of my VIP clients today, we're talking about whether or not how narrow we should niche down the marketing. And I think the, the narrower, the better, because you're going to just ultimately attract the people you want. But then we also revisited the ultimate goals, which is somewhere between 10 and 20 of these uh, high value clients a year. So 10 and 20, you can afford to niche down. So I think you just said, which kind of sparked this memory of mine is. The more you niche down and understand what your goals are, the, the more the easier it's going to be to, to uh, pontificate. How's that for a word? I know yes. you didn't use that one. <laughs> yes, I think so. Um, and so I, you know, I think too, at least in in my um, in my audience, that women, um, especially just new coaches, they hear the word 
uh, niche and they freeze up because mm. they've been told you need to and you have to and you have to make it small and you have to whatever. And then and which which is counterintuitive when you're a new to business, right? Because you think, oh, no, I have to serve everyone. So there's right. all that like it's like this this um, this kind of tug of war. And so now I think one of the best things you can focus on is you and who you are and how you can stand out in the, in the crowd, in a crowded sea of coaches online. Like what's going to make you different? And I think that your messaging, what your values are, letting people get to know you, showing some of your vulnerability, because it's like, oh, I want to work with her because she sounds a lot like me. She's gone through it, been through it. I like her values. That is what I think will help you really find your niche. When you step out, we, it's 4.33, so we got a jet in a couple of minutes here. Thank you for staying long. But when you um, advise one of your clients to put themselves out there, create this brand, because on one of the pages of your website, you got your feet up in the desk and it's the cameras in front of your shoes and they're like sparkly, like long High heel shoes, fancy shoes, the kind yeah. I don't wear. And um, and then there's others. And I'm like, this is so out there, but it's Lynn, right? Do you ever worry that people aren't going to, uh, how are they going to resonate with that? Then you got pictures like around the city. You're standing like this in front of some building. I mean, you have so many different shots. And each one of those, I, I want people to understand everything about your website, your brand, your your the pictures, the messages. It's all creating an image and a brand do you ever was that hard for you to do because you're you're like really out there in a fun big way compared to even you know a couple of years ago no okay <laughs> so you were you were well again you were a tv personality and everything else so you probably but Maybe. how about your clients yes yes so you know i get that no so let me take that back i was i was being facetious okay. i mean but now, now, no, not hard at all. I am like, this is me, feet up sometimes, really fancy other times. I think that's a reflection of my clients. Like we're all like, and, and some days pajamas on the bottom and all dressed up on top, right? Yeah, yeah. All of that. And I think that's really important. But when I first came out, Jim, it was like, I need to look like a lawyer. And oh my God, I saw my old website recently. I got to put that up somewhere. It is so yeah. bad. I look like such a lawyer. Nobody would ever want to hire me. Not, <laughs> not to do what I wanted to do, what I want to do today. I yeah. couldn't use that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Lynn, we, we got to wrap up. And, you know, your audience is, is certainly a lot like mine. New or newer entrepreneurs, those seeking faster, higher levels of growth. So if there's a good piece of information or encouragement that you could share about what you've learned and in your short time being an entrepreneur, I wasn't going to say in all these years, but <laughs> what you've learned from your incredible entrepreneurial journey, what, what would you say to inspire them? Well, gee, Jim, you know, it's been a decade. I've been doing this for, uh, yeah, it's been a while that I've been doing this and loving it. Um, but I, I think it's like all the stuff that we've been talking about. And, and I know that people have heard some of this and, but if you, it, I would say, go back and listen to the conversation that you and I just had, because I think all the secrets are in there. And to sum it up, it is about how do you get it so in touch with you and who you are as a human being who is intending to be a business owner and then go out into the world authentically you. The more you can do that, 
then the more you can feel so good about whether you put your feet up on a desk or not. You just, you're you and people want spike, to be we're, with uh, you. Yeah. Sparkly stiletto heels, yeah, right? That, the, there you that's go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, what a treat and a joy. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, everybody, give some thumbs up, make some nice comments. If you're watching this on replay, say hashtag replay and, and give Lynn a compliment. I really want you to go check out lynnelioff.com, L-I-N-E-L-E-O-F-F.com. Com. Look at the website. Look at the first thing you see. Look at the about page. Look at the blog. Just see if you aren't drawn in. If if the if it doesn't say, wow, this person's really got it all together, or successful, or whatever, and and then it and then understand that's really what you need to do. Even if that's not your style, you need to be out there in a very positive, forceful confident manner and that's ultimately how you, you're going to attract more people lynn what else any other websites you want to share besides lynnelioff.com or, or anything else yes go to jim's website go to jim <laughs> <laughs> uh, because and you know i know it sounds like it sounds cheesy maybe maybe not but i mean you're you're the real deal jim and that is a brand but it's it's real like it i think that these brands that we see popping up on Instagram and pretending to be all these other things and people just go, oh my gosh, I'm so fascinated by you. That's not what, like, I genuinely adore you because of the person that you are and you have meant the world to me over all these years and that's the kind of businessman you are. So I really appreciate wow. that about you. Hopefully you're not seeing me blush. I adore you too. <laughs> the feeling's mutual. You're doing amazing. Hopefully we'll we'll bring our boat back up to Rhode Island and we can get together again. Yes. Or you can come down to Marathon where okay. I know it's not 20 degrees. <laughs> but anyway, Lynn, thank you so much. Thank what a you, real Jim. treat and a joy. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Folks, you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com, getjimpalmer.com. If you're interested in joining um, about 28 other very smart entrepreneurs in the Dream Business Mastermind, go to dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. And remember, get all of my books, all six of my books for free as Kindle at Barnes & Noble and the iBook store. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview full of value, but no uh, no shiny stiletto heels. I'm Jim Palmer, <laughs> Captain Jim Palmer. I don't wear stiletto heels. Lynn, thank you so much. You have a great afternoon. Thank you. Take care.